everyone. This is episode 731 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for the week of Friday, July 31st, 2020. It's the last day of July, everyone. How often do I get to podcast on the last day of the month? Also, it's the 31st and it's episode... Holy shit. It's what? Wait, hold the phone, everyone. This is episode 731. It is the 31st of July, which is the seventh month, this is like, man, this has to be an amazing show or I'm going to feel like a complete letdown to everyone. I can't, oh God. I, and I literally just noticed this right now. 7.31, the date, 7.31. How long should I let this podcast go for? How about 20 minutes and 20 seconds? There's no way that's happening. Anywho, I am, of course, your host, Mark Kuznez. And today I'll be talking about Destroy All Humans, Hellpoint, Other Side, Starlit Adventures, The Coma 2, Vicious Sisters, and more. But before I get to all that I've been playing, let me start with some other crap I've been playing, like The Crew 2. And you may be asking yourself, why are you playing The Crew 2? That game's garbage. One, I never thought it was garbage. I thought it was a nice, relaxing game that allowed me to drive, fly, boat through the United States in a very truncated form that was good enough for me to just be like, hey, I'm in Chicago and here, now I'm in San Francisco, blah, blah, blah. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed flying. It was nice, simple, and relaxing. It gave me what I wanted. And I know it disappointed a lot of people because it didn't have enough events or something. I don't know. But it, it was, it filled the need, the want that I had in my desiring stomach. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But the reason why I played The Crew 2 is because it is one of a handful of games. I think there's maybe six or seven games on Xbox One that are compatible with the flight stick. And I got the HOTUS flight stick one or HOTUS Thrustmaster one, something along those lines. It's $80. I think it's relatively cheap and it's the only one that works on xbox one and it also works on pc and i figured i was in the market for a flight stick because i am just getting more and more excited for flight simulator microsoft flight simulator and i figured i might as well one not go crazy and get anything too expensive since i haven't used a flight stick in over 20 years and I should probably get something that is compatible with the Xbox so I can play Ace Combat 7 and whatever other games are compatible. And so I got it a few days ago and I've only messed with it a little and only with the crew too. I have to re-download Ace Combat 7 and I think it's also compatible with Elite Dangerous and maybe that Flying Over China or something game and maybe like two other games. It's it's not a big list, so that's a little disappointing, but not surprising. I don't even know how many games there are on Xbox that have flying in them. But I messed around a bit with it on or in The Crew 2 and I had a good time. You know, it, it's very simple. It's not like it's some amazing experience. It's like, "Oh my god, this changes everything." But it it does give it a new feeling and it just made me really excited for Flight Simulator when that comes out because I am going to play the shit out of that. I am so excited for it. It is probably 
<laughs> I don't know. Because, like, I mean, Cyberpunk and stuff like that are more real games that I could get my teeth into. I could sink my teeth into. But Flight Simulator is going to be such a wonderfully relaxing, beautiful experience. I can't, I still can't believe how fucking beautiful that game is. It is gorgeous. I hope it comes to consoles sooner than later. And yeah, I'm just really excited to play that. And now I have a flight stick that I can play it with, which will be cool. And if you're curious, just like in my little initial impression, I think it's a, a solid flight stick that, you know, for a relatively cheap price compared to other things out there, it's worth giving it a go. And uh, before I really get into what I've been playing, I finished up The Last of Us with my dad, and it was a really interesting experience. I'm going to be writing a strip for it for a episode that may or may not ever come out for a series that'll just be something for the off week. I have two episodes of Attack the Backlog minis that I've never done anything with, and I'm just sitting there, and now I'm going to have the second runs episode just sitting there, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but... My journey with The Last of Us upon a second replay is making me wonder if this is exactly how I felt initially when I played it. Because I remember liking it overall. And basically, I'm in the same camp. I still like The Last of Us. I I love aspects of it. I think while the story is unoriginal, it's incredibly well told and well acted. And the narrative, while it takes a lot from different sources like The Road or many zombie movie stories and, and all that kind of crap. It tells a great story in that framework and the performances are fantastic. You have these great side characters you meet and once you get to winter, it really starts to just ratchet things up and it doesn't let go. It doesn't put on the brakes until the game is over. And I I enjoyed my time with it, despite the fact that I find it such a chore to actually play. The act of playing the game gets it in the way of the story so much, and it's way more noticeable with The Last of Us than the Uncharted series, because the Uncharted series, story-wise, is good. You got fun characters, but the actual narrative and what you're doing and why you're doing like. I don't give a shit about any of that. I think they changed this with 3 and 4, but like Uncharted 1 and 2, I enjoyed the story until they turned into fucking Scooby-Doo. I think it was the first one where you had those Yeti monsters coming after you, and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't need this mystical, magical bullshit happening. And then you find out that, no, these are like immortal humans because you rip off one of the masks and I'm like, why is this fucking Scooby-Doo? And I think the same basic shit happens in Uncharted 2. I'm like, why are you doing this? Why do you keep doing this? I hate it so much. Tomb Raider does it all the time. Why can't you just have a regular story? Why do you have to have all this bullshit thrown in there? I don't like it. But The Last of Us is this really grounded story and I was reminded of how good it is. I thought maybe I wouldn't be as hot on it the second time that I'd find reasons to hate it just because I hate playing it 
so often. It, it does get better uh, play-wise as you progress and you level up to certain things and the weapon sway gets a little better. But And this is stuff I'm just going to reiterate in the second runs episode that may or may not ever happen. But I think it's a game that over time, it's not that you get better at it. You just get used to it. And that's why it seems better when in actuality, it's still a shitty game from a playability standpoint from start to finish. You just get used to it. And yeah, it's 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 a great story though. It's a, it's a game that I think is worth playing for the story. It's one of the best stories I've experienced in a game, even the second time around. And before I just transition to what I've been playing new stuff, my father, when I finished the game, he said, that's it? What? I don't like that. Why couldn't they just, you know, ended with them finding a cabin and living happily ever after? And, yeah. So, as far as my father's concerned, it's a pile of shit because it didn't have a happy ending where they just live in a log cabin for the rest of their lives. Anywho. So, on to what I've been playing. And I'm going to start with Destroy All Humans. Of course, this is the game that came out she 18 years ago it's been a while since the original game came out and it is available if you are curious on xbox one via backward compatibility the original xbox version but this game has been remade in the same vein as that spongebob squarepants bikini bottoms whatever game and going back to the original because i i own it and i figured let me compare the two and let me see how different it is i'm like oh shit yeah it's definitely a, a big improvement from a visual standpoint and then structurally the story and the missions and all that is pretty much the same from what i could tell but they do streamline the controls and make them a bit simpler and, and it feels good it's just it is a game that if you've played it and play it now you'll see how dated it is but I don't mind that. It's very gamey. The mission objectives are very simple and very basic. They don't offer that much freedom to do anything, but you can explore the worlds after the fact and just mess around. And I find the game still enjoyable today when you're just going through the environment, ignoring the story, or when you're just exploring the world. Because once you finish an area with the, the actual mission, you can explore it and search for these little collectible robot things and you might have some other sort of objective that you can do for bonus points to upgrade your character and all that but i just have fun going through the world and dicking around with people i just like being in this world where i can use psychokinesis to levitate people cows and throw them at other people or take the appearance of a human and just sneak around and just wreck havoc basically it's a very game ass game and it shows its age but i think it holds up well i don't think that we need to constantly be moving forward and and never look back at the way games used to be and be like oh that's that's no good games have advanced since then and it's just not good anymore i think it's really enjoyable still looks great runs well and i had a blast with it and I'm looking forward to playing more and just and just messing around exploring the different areas collecting things and throwing people in there. I will never tire of 
that in any game, not just destroy all humans. The Force Unleashed, any game that allows me to pick up a human being and fling them in the air, that'll always be an enjoyable time for me. Then there's Hellpoint, which is a Souls-esque game, and it's pretty janky. It's buggy. I played with my friend for a bit, and he could see my armor, but I couldn't see his armor. The deaths were a little bit weird. It's just, it's set in this futuristic sci-fi setting. You are this kind of blank slate mannequin-looking thing, and you're going through these environments, doing the Dark Souls-y thing. You kill enemies, and they drop this currency or whatever they can use to level up at these rifts in the environment and if you die you lose all your shit but you can pick it up if you find it without dying again and it's just it's a souls game but when there are so many souls games out there it's hard to recommend it over other options if you want a more sci-fi ish souls game then there's the surge games which are both really good and feel great combat like hellpoint does nothing particularly unique or special it doesn't look great the combat isn't that great and i can't think of a single reason why i would pick it over anything else there's nothing about it that stands out as like oh yeah that's that's special the story i don't give a shit about it's just whatever you can play with a buddy there's that but outside of that but yeah, that was a bit disappointing, and it, it doesn't help that it is a bit on the buggy side. And there's Other Side, which is a visually striking tactical RPG or tactics game. It's not really an RPG per se. And it's visually striking because it is mostly black and white, but you have like these red scarves. And like it's mostly red and white with red to highlight certain objects or items and stuff like that. And. It's a tactics game, so you have these small-scale areas, and you have a max of three people in your squad. They're witches. They're all witches. And you will go into these areas and fight off a certain number of enemies. And it plays like a tactics game. You have your AP, and the one thing that's unique from any other tactics game I can think of is that you have 100 action points per character, but and it, it works with a timeline, so you have your actions. You, you see the order of actions for each character the whole time. And you can use 50 action points and then just be moved 50 points ahead in the timeline or whatever. It's like there's a 50 point and 100 point. But if you go past 50, that's going in like overdrive mode or something, and you're pushed back to 100. So... If you choose to go past 50, you better be prepared to not move that character for a while and to have the enemy be able to move multiple times, most likely. So it's a risk-reward system there that I still don't know how I feel about because it seems like the risk is always higher than the reward. But the way it works is that you have these witches that you create... And then you give them a class and all this jazz. And the thing that I really don't like is that to heal them, you can't heal them in battle. There are no healing spells or anything like that. The way you heal them is by sacrificing one of your other witches. And I don't like that. That bothers me. 
and it's a rogue like tactics game you know if you die or, or lose everything you can start over from the first day and you keep certain things you lose other things and it's okay structurally the way it's all set up and having this roguelite elements the the real problem though is that i was playing this on xbox one and control wise it does not feel good it is really finicky when i am trying to attack an enemy i would select my attack in the menus and then it might lock onto a different enemy and i didn't know how to change between enemies and i would have to back out and then move my cursor over the enemy that I want to attack, then go to the attack menu and set it up. And then I would press the attack button, but it wouldn't do anything. And then I would have to like just tap the analog stick ever so slightly. And then it would lock onto them properly and I would be able to attack it. And that was something that happened every time. So it just is cumbersome to control with the controller. And I don't know if that's because it's a little bit buggy right now or if it's just the way it is. I, I I don't know, but I didn't have a lot of fun with it because of that. It, it got to a point where I was just so frustrated controlling it that I lost interest in playing it. But it seems okay outside of that on PC. I'm sure it's much better in terms of controls at least. And it's it's got a decent setup. The story don't care about. I don't even remember what story really was there. You're these witches. You got to stop these other things from coming to get you. You're coming to get other people. I don't know. It seemed, but it, but it's all right. It's something worth checking out if that type of game interests you. A roguelite tactics game. Then I played some Starlit Adventures, which is a free-to-play game where you are digging and you're just trying to get to the bottom of this area. And it's very cute, very colorful, very kid-friendly, very simple, and surprisingly enjoyable. It's not going to make you think too hard and it's something you could probably get tired of and bored of very easily and very quickly but I played through the first two areas and a little bit of the third and I was surprised as I kept playing because I didn't know why I was still playing but I was just like okay I'll do another level I am enjoying this enough it's not really that difficult or anything but whatever I'm I'm having fun with this relaxing little experience because all you're doing is you have these blocks that are basically dirt. You dig through them, and there will be enemies occasionally that you can defeat by dropping on top of them or hitting them with a projectile. Some are different that you may have to avoid unless you have a different character. Like, you can change your character setup that will give you specific abilities. And these all cost currency that you can earn slowly in-game or pay for, you know, given that it's a free-to-play game. But... If you're playing a mission that requires one of these skins, you will get to use it for free. So the free-to-play aspect is not super intrusive, which is really nice. And it's just a really cute little game that is actually decent. It's a free-to-play game on consoles, playing on Xbox One, that is more fun to play than a lot of free-to-play games that I've played. And doesn't look too bad either. It's It's... Definitely worth checking out, and I don't think that if you give it to, I, I guess if they look at all the skins and like, I want this, I want this skin, I want to use this skin, and they see that, oh, I have to buy something, then that could make them want to pull out the credit card or pull out your credit card. But you don't need any of the skins to just get through a level. 
There might be certain areas that he can't reach without this skin or that skin, but to just get through the level, you're good with the basic skin. And yeah, I don't, the, the stuff that you can get with the extra skins isn't that special or amazing. You're not going to be missing out on something amazing by not getting to this particular point in a level or anything like that. But uh, that is Starlight Adventures, and I enjoyed that more than I expected. Then the Coma 2 Vicious Sisters is a Korean survival horror adventure game, and it's okay. It looks really good. I like the look of it. Play this on PS4. The story is where you are this high school girl whose friend has been in a coma for three weeks now, and you end up traversing into this other world, the coma world, and you have to collect objects to help you progress. You find key cards. You have to turn on the generator so that you can use the key card on the door by giving it electricity so that it'll actually work. And you just do a lot of that adventure game-esque stuff. But then, of course, after a certain point early on, enemies will start coming out, and you'll have to hide from them. So you can hide from them under tables, in lockers, bathroom stalls. And if they catch you, if you have mace on you, you can use that to get out quickly. You do a little quick time events by swiping with the left analog stick of the D-pad to hold your breath when you're in a hiding spot. I'm not sure if that happens when you get caught as well, because I had mace on me the one time I did get caught. There will be parts of the environment that may come after you that you can use your little dodge move to avoid, like things on the ground that will hack and slash at you or bodies that will drop from the ceiling. And it's all pretty basic stuff. The biggest problem with the game, though, is that the story, while maybe interesting, I can't be bothered to care because the writing is terrible. I could not take the writing after a certain point. It's very stereotypical high school bullshit. You have one character who says like all the time, and I like totally do not like that at all. You know, like it's just so like really weird and like not cool. Like I just like don't like like it. <laughs> but yeah. It was all right. The the scares haven't been too prominent so far. I've played it for two hours or so. And yeah, the thing that I found the most funny in it, though, was there was a point where she ran into this guy who she saw going in the room, and that's why she ended up in this coma world. And he was like, this is this is a different world. This isn't our high school. This is an alternate universe or something. Or maybe it was somebody else who said that. Either way, when this person said this crap to the character you're playing, she's like, what are you talking about? Are you fucking stupid? You see all these fucking tentacles everywhere and these dead bodies and these frozen bodies and all this crazy shit. Do you really think this is just our world that's gotten super fucked up and not some other world? You're an idiot. You deserve to die. But that is the coma... Two Vicious Sisters, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. I did mess around with Ghost of Tsushima just a little bit, and all I can really say is that, man, is that game really pretty. That game is very, very, very pretty, and I can't wait to play more of it, hopefully sometime soon. But I'm going to have to play through The Last of Us Part Two, probably sooner, because my dad wants to see where the story goes. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I also watched 16 Candles, which is fucking terrible. Holy crap, that is awful. I don't know if this is actually part of the theatrical release, 
but there are weird sound effects. Like it, it feels like a movie made by a 16 year old. There is a part where it cuts to a girl showering and it's a close up of her chest and it gives you a nice bouncy sound effect. Boing. And then with the Asian character, I can't remember if he's supposed to be Japanese or what he is, but they play a gong every time somebody's mentioning him. And then I think when he's driving around, having a nice little joyride, he's playing, I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. That song. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? It is a fucking horrible movie. And I am shocked by how bad it is and how loved it is by like I can't imagine it ever being good I can see people liking weird science when it came out because it's at least interesting and the breakfast club is all right Ferris Bueller's day off has a lot of great moments and there's something about it that I still love even though re-watching it recently I'm like oh man Ferris is a real big fucking dick he is a huge asshole I did not realize this when I was a kid I always thought he was super cool but he's kind of a piece of shit and that is something that turns me off a little bit upon watching it now, but it still has a lot of great moments, especially for Chicago in. And I think it's probably the most rewatchable Hughes movie and the only one that I would really want to rewatch. The Breakfast Club is okay. It's just I get tired of these kids and their problems, and I look at it and I'm like, if I was their age, maybe I'd be more into this, but they're different movies they're not super similar but if i want something that gives me the same kind of vibe i'm just gonna watch the big chill because they're different yes but i feel like the big chill is what you watch when you're an adult and i'll just watch the big chill over the breakfast club but anywho that is it and that is all once again i am your host mark krishnes y'all can find me on twitter and pretty much everywhere at px sauces the site is of course PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast on Amazingly Baca and Attack the Backlog. And Attack the Backlog will have a new episode this week and on Sunday. Not sure which episode I'm going to put out. I'm probably going to put out the Moonlighter episode. And I just wrapped up the Legend of Zelda a Link to the Past episode, which is super fun, super awesome. So got a small little cushion. Need to just finish up the way. Just need to finish up the A Way Out episode, which shouldn't be too hard or take too much time because it's going to be on the shorter side. And then I'll start playing something else. I might, I I know I said, finally, I'm going to play Rage. I keep talking about Rage for so many fucking months. It's ridiculous. But I was looking at the games on my Xbox One and I saw that Strange Brigade was still installed. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, I could play this. And yeah, I might play that instead. I think it's a, a relatively short experience, too. But, uh, yeah, all those podcasts, though, can be found on podcast services across the globe. You can also check out the art I make on the site. And if you see something you like, you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash PXS and support us that way. As always, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye!